<laughs> Recording on. Oh my god, here we go. Here we, there's no turning back. Oh now. wait, you didn't check my sound level, did you? I'm checking it right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're streamlining the process. Because I came in hot. You came in hot. I'm coming, coming in, in hot. hot. <laughs> That's what our, our friends' little girls said. <laughs> my friend. Our friends, little British girl, little British girl, jumping into a pool, and she's and her like, "Sisters," and she goes, "I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot." Because she was jumping on a raft with the raft, yeah, and it's glided like in like <laughs> up against everybody. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> Welcome to Welcome Stay of Home. Stay of Homekins. My name is Paul F. Tompkins. My name is Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. We are a married couple living in Los Angeles, and this is our after dinner podcast. We just talk. That's the whole deal. That's it. Welcome, new listeners. I didn't even cook dinner tonight. We got pizza. I got it on the way home. I also didn't cook dinner tonight. <laughs> you did place the order for the pizza. <laughs> I called you from the car. This is yeah. what happened. Yeah, let's let's break this down. <laughs> I called you from the car, <laughs> and I said, "I'm 15 minutes away from the pizza place. Why don't name redacted? <laughs> why don't you call? Why don't you order it? Yeah, text me the details. I'll swing by and grab it. This it is all what, worked out. This is what we mean by marriage being a partnership." <laughs> It was so easy to make that happen. Yes. I I parked illegally. Yeah. Put my hazards on. Fuck the man. It was a victimless crime because it was like a big stretch of curb painted red that yes. didn't hurt that didn't hurt nobody. It didn't hurt nobody. It didn't hurt nobody. You weren't you weren't in the way of a fire truck? No. No. This time. I wasn't blocking like, you know, a walkway or no. anything like that. Anyway, we should reveal that this, the, even though this episode is technically our August episode. Now, this is unprecedented, I think. Yeah, it is. No, it is. Maybe by a day or two, we've Maybe. been a little early, like pre-recorded. But we it's are so recording tired. this a week before the time when we usually would be recording. Tell the fans it. why. Tell the fans. Hey, fans. Hey, fans. Hey, you know fans. What? First of all, can I say I love having this time with the fans to just talk, <laughs> to just talk with them? Yeah. Um, you know, these are the moments that we do this. This is why we do this. <laughs> um, I'm going on tour with Comedy Bang Bang. I have been the podcast secretly calling it the COVID reinfection tour. Man, I am, let me tell you something. I'm doing. I'm going to be doing everything I can to not get COVID on this tour. I mean, Paul and I had COVID back in May. Avoided it for over two years. After it was cool, we got one of the Omicrons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now, like, I just you know apparently we can get it again. Yeah, is what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that. And the thing that makes it, I don't know if this makes it better or worse, but. Like in the last time we toured, mm-hmm. which was, was what, 20, 2019 or the beginning of 20, maybe 2019? No, not the beginning of 2020. I think it was Well, I know that y'all did um, in, remember, because we met up in November of 2019 in New York. And yes. me, you, and Scott and Lauren went to Broadway and Sardi's. And it was, was that like 2019? Yeah, in November of 2019. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
So yeah, that was so fun. Previously, the tour had been the last iteration of the tour is me and Scott and Lauren. And, um, and then we'd have other guests would come and go. Yes. And now Lauren, because she has uh, a baby, well, she has a baby, but she also is going to be shooting a film. Oh, she is. Okay. So she can't here in LA in LA. No, not here in LA. Um, so she can't join us on the tour, which is at all. I thought she was, Oh, I see. Because, because of the, because she has, I, I think she's the lead of this movie, uh-huh. and so she can't get COVID. <laughs> Which so is great it's like, that she is, because I mean, I don't know if y'all have seen Lauren's movie, The Last Missy. It is so funny. The wrong Missy. Sorry, the, the wrong. <laughs> Sorry, that's the sequel. That that's like going to be like the sixth sequel. <laughs> no, the wrong Missy. It's going to be the wrong it Missy, so then the funny. right Missy. It's so funny. She's like she's a amazing riot. in it. Um, she steals the movie, but so she has to be really, really careful. Right. She can't go perform in front of a bunch of people no. and like hold up the film yeah, crew yeah, yeah, yeah. if exactly. she got laid up with, with COVID. Because it would wreck everything. Yeah. So um, so that means there's going to be more people coming in and out. Like there's going to be people that will be, will be joining us for a leg of the tour. And then they leave and then somebody new comes in for the next leg. So there's going to be like – you. so Comedy Bang Bang is touring a lot of the United States. For all of August, so yes. if you if you want to see Paul live and Scott and some other comedians um, do their thing, yeah, check out the Comedy Bang Bang tour. <laughs> I know I sound thing. like like a parent, because <laughs> yeah. that's how much. Let's see Paul do his thing. Do his thing. His thing. So anyway, we're pre-recording. We actually had talked about. Oh, but wait, wait, wait. So talk- now I'm oh. I'm wondering, is it is it better that it's going to be people coming in and out or is that worse? Like for not getting COVID, you mean? Wait, better or worse for what? Is it for the COVID risk? Oh, the, oh it's cuckoo Hi, time. Cuckoo. You're Very a little early. late. Oh, I, was, I said early. Well, we started already and where was Cuckoo? <laughs> I thought Cuckoo's usually like a sneak attack in the later part. It's like Cuckoo is running for the bus. Cuckoo, I got my weekend water, honey. Cuckoo, you do and you, I'm, you. And I'm just like having this and, okay. Well, so wait, <laughs> so you're saying is it worse? Wait, what? I think it's better We're at, for, for not so forgetting it because you're exposing yourself to more unmasked. To more people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's going to make it a lot, because you, you guys perform unmasked. But yeah. I mean, what can you do? Like, this is I where know. we are. Like, this is where we are with the, you know, everyone's just as, Vaxxed as they can be, and they mask when you have to, and yeah. and then I would feel better if there were mask mandates at the theater, yeah, at the theaters that we're playing. But I don't. I have a feeling it's, it's just, just not. not in place. It's like it's the wild are, west out people there. People are like people are over, over it. it. People are over it. But here's the now, thing. I will say this: mm-hmm. the big surge in L.A. because they were going to do like a mask mandate this week. In LA, because there was the big, Oma, the new Omicron surge. I like that they gave people like, were like time to get it, time to yeah. get COVID. But now they're saying it's like, <laughs> it's like f- we're going to do a mask mandate very soon. It's like just do it now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we also have the fucking mask. I mean, at this point, they want us to be the guinea pigs, I guess. But like maybe they, so like they were so now they're saying that it has kind of flattened out and. So perhaps by the time y'all get out on the road and the places you're going, yeah. the surge is on the other side of things. I hope so. So that, so maybe it won't be as, as quite as touchy as we'll the see. last 
month and a half. Well, here's been- my plan is I am going to wear a mask the entire time I'm backstage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wear a mask anytime I'm not on stage. Essentially. Right. And I'm not going to hang out after You're the show. You're not going to share air. I'm going to try to share as little air as possible. Just don't share the and air. So after the show, I'm not going to be like going out and hanging out and going right back to the room. Plus, y'all have to get up at the crack of dawn and go to the next city anyway every time you're. It's not always the crack of dawn. Sometimes it's like, it depends on how far away the next place is, but sometimes we get to sleep in a little bit. Okay. We do have to. I don't know why this is happening, but <laughs> the. F- the flight to Minneapolis, which is the first stop mm-hmm. on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, the flight is 6 a.m., which mm-hmm. is, that's early. Yeah. You, but it's really going it, to, but that's really 8 a.m. in Minneapolis. I don't give a shit. We get there at 11.30 a.m., and then I hope we can get into a into hotel, the hotel so I can take a Take nap. a nap. But we'll see. Um, you know, I, I'm not thrilled about that, but I can right. do it. Well, uh, there's a lot that's broken right now about travel. That's a very so true. So I'm interested in how this tour will progress. Well, luckily. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Luckily, we're not doing planes a whole lot. Right. To get to the show. Sure. So we'll get to we'll take a plane to an area and then we'll drive mm-hmm. you know from place to place to place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's only like I think three flights that we have to worry about. When this episode drops in August, you will be like mid tour essentially. I wouldn't even say mid. We'll be, when we'll this be, episode drops. Yeah, we'll be it'll be like the first third of the tour. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. Right, cuz we do like the second it's not the, oh, the second Friday? Isn't it always the second Friday of the I mean, month? I don't Listen, know. we have a monthly podcast. We don't even know when the episodes drop. Maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> You're supposed to be consistent with that, but I don't know if we are. Are Here, we? No, we are. We are? Okay. We basically, I think we picked. Should I look at the calendar? No. <laughs> don't make other people sit through this. Okay, but like we basically were like, oh, it should always be the second. Of the well, yeah. anyway, here's the deal, guys. First Friday, of course, you go to mass. If you're new to our podcast, we used to be weekly during the pandemic, during yeah. the, during quarantine, I should say, because the pandemic is still happening. It's mm, great. What a what an interesting time in which to live. Okay, so I so I will say this: if I win the lottery tonight. Because the jackpot is a billion, is like a billion, 1.3 billion. It's 1.3 billion? Jesus. Or 1.2 billion. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's still good. I I mean, here's the weird thing about it is Mm. like, I want to win, but I don't want to win. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Why don't you want to win? <laughs> because first of all, if I open my, I have the lottery app on my phone. Cause like whenever, if I ever play the lottery, I just put the little numbers in. It's like really convenient. I did not know that. Yeah. I like to buy, here's the deal. If I win from the area liquor store, then they get, you know, they win too. Right. Like they get a cut. Right. You know, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. I think the money goes toward like education or something. Or something. Now, you said this to me earlier, and <laughs> but you've I had a chance totally to investigate. Sure. I forgot to Google it because I really wanted to eat that pizza that we Let got. Me, I know. That, 
So, so wait, so here's the deal. This is why I think it would be fun to win the lottery mm-hmm. is because I would like to experience the exhilaration of my life changing in an instant for something positive and not negative. Right. Because you know how like when your life changes in an instant and people are like, you know, your life can change in an instant. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of times it's for something not good. Your life can change in an instant for something not good. Like most of the time when somebody is like, Hey, yeah, my life changed in an instant. I see what you're saying. It's yes. like not because of like a positive thing. It's because like you met a serial killer yes. on a bus or exactly. something, you know, and they like put a, you in a trunk. Yes. But then you escaped, but it was three years of captivity. Right. Or, or a something. super villain destroyed your Something like building. that. Yes. Yeah. But like, but then when it's like my life changed in an instant, like when I qualified for the Olympics or when I, you know, like something where it's like positively thought, I think it would be exhilarating and fun to experience. Right. You know? Yes. So I feel like that's what like would be a fun experience of winning the lottery. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, like if I saw on the app that my numbers match, I would instantly barf. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Why would you? I would instantly barf. Why? If I, so, okay. You think you'd just be so overcome by the fact that it happened. That if that, you want, that, that if you, would be your if first you, reaction. Instantaneously. Right. I want you to think about this. Okay, I'll try. If you instantaneously, mm-hmm. just by chance, pure chance, right. became one minute you're, you have in your life. I'm a bum. I'm a loser. <laughs> And then the next second, you're a fucking billionaire. Mm-hmm. In one second. Mm-hmm. You don't think you would barf? <laughs> I guess, I mean... You don't I think you don't, would barf? I don't, I don't know. I can't say for sure that that's what I would do. I don't even think it would enter my mind. That that's what would happen. Your body would not experience. I maybe I would go into toxic shock. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like when tampons yeah. are left up in yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would get toxic shock syndrome. <laughs> Is that made up? No, I don't think so. I've never fucking known anyone that had toxic shock syndrome in Every- my entire life. <sighs> Well, it's, nobody talks Why about it because it's shameful. Why was that not like a QAnon thing? Like, they made up toxic shock syndrome to keep women down. I bet it is. Well, I don't, I don't think Q is necessarily interested in raising women up. All right. Uh, every year, about half of all adults in California, buy, half of all adults in California buy at least one ticket, knowing that win or lose, a portion of the price of the ticket goes to support California's public K-12 through schools and colleges. Cool. See? So that's why it's like fun. Interesting that they don't say what amount the portion is. That's a good point. Thank you. Honestly, I do think it is fun to play. But on the other hand, like, it's like you'll never win. <laughs> no one's ever going to win. I mean, somebody's got to win it. That's you know what, what I mean? my dad's all. But yeah. You can't win the lottery unless you buy a ticket. Yeah. But he says that about every single like circumstance. Yes, it's meaning true. like you can't win if you don't play. Yeah. Right, like get a you got to participate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He participates in pickleball. It's sort look, of, he's a wreck. He's like a pickleball. <laughs> he's the OG pickleball. By the way, I've noticed hipsters mm-hmm. have moved into the pickleball space. Everybody's playing it now. People we know. It's happening to everyone. And uh, what's really funny is we finally saw it for the first time on a reality show. Yeah, we did. Like, well, by I, the way, I never knew what it looked like. We've added another reality show to our. What happened was the one reality show we watch, okay, which is Southern Fucking Charm. Yes. It ended and it was too, it ended so fast on the streamer that we were watching it on that another one instantly began. And yes, so then against we were our like, will. <laughs> and then, and then like as soon as it starts, like you're in the, like you're hypnotized, then you're like, what's this dumb thing? Yeah. And then the next thing you know, you're on season two. Yeah. Okay. So we did start Southern Charm Savannah, which, by the way, only had two seasons. Yes. And it was canceled because it's very boring. I refuse to look up the fate of the people until we finish the second season because... I admire that. Yeah. Just because, like... Anyway, there was a pickleball scene in it. Yes. And so we finally saw what pickleball looked like. Yeah. And I I guess... Yeah. This this show (laughs) is... Like, first of all, Southern Charm... It's not nothing exactly hap- exciting. No, nothing happens. The people are all kind of dull. Also, can I just They say, have the same fights over and over again. The, I feel like now I see everything the producers ask them to do. Yes. Like, there was You can a, see the prompts. There yeah. was like a minute where they were a little bit less phoning it in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, drop that box and let some mementos fall out. I mean, honestly, that looked, that looked very, everything is so staged. Okay, so one everything the, is so staged. One of the amazing characters, Austin, he, <laughs> his childhood home is being sold. So, of course, he enlists his f- friends to go help move, <laughs> even though friends. everyone's rich. <laughs> but they're still they all like, have like businesses. Let's get these two drunks to help me. Um, so then they're in the. Well, they needed something to happen in the course, show. Of course, of course. So then they're in the in the moving van and um his mom is in there and she knocks something over and then she's like, Oh, oh look, look what it is. And it's and this it was fucking like a teddy sad bear. Memento. It was like a yeah. sad memento. But it was like on top and it was it so It looked so it looked fake as shit. I've done better <laughs> like I've done better physicality. Well, honey, you're classically like trained. Austin's saying, mom is no <laughs> student of the theater. You know what? So, like, there's like this weird part of me that wants to be like, nope, nope. I like, I want to be on this. I want to be on the set. Like to be the acting coach. Yeah, for the and be re- like, nope, nope. I, I didn't believe her. <laughs> like, we're gonna have to stage this again. Yeah. And we're going to have to get it from a different angle because mm-hmm. this angle is so, like, obviously, I can see the mechanism of you knocking the Tupperware over. It would be amazing to do <laughs> full coverage of a reality show. I feel like they would hate me because I would literally be like, God, come on, guys. You, we're going to do this again, and I, I'm gonna, I want to believe you this time. They're never going to hate I you. I want to believe they're you. They're never going to hate you as much as they hate themselves. <laughs> they're, like, so tired. I mean, look, by the way, I get it because... Today, I had to film a Food Lion commercial audition, <laughs> and I felt my soul leaving my body. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally was like, I can't, I don't know if I have this in me. 
Because the and scene it was like the scene was Janie falls in love with the food lion. <laughs> it's like a Beauty and the Beast. You know what? Honestly, welcome to my grocery <laughs> kingdom. If it had been that, I actually would have been so much better than me, like <laughs> pretending to cheer for my invisible child. There's so okay, so <laughs> which folks, is basically like me alone in front of my iPhone, folks. If you don't know, <laughs> I, commercial for commercial auditions. There is so much cheering for fake kids at soccer, sporting events, whatever. Like, I may as well just make a reel of this and be like, just send them my reel. That would be... Just send them my mats. That would be fucking funny. Because I I can't today. Like, I just cannot... I have a green screen. Why don't we shoot you in a bunch of different outfits <laughs> cheering for your off-screen child? What was so crazy is like I had like nothing in me. Like I had nothing in me. Because then I had to drive across town today to do an insurance commercial audition. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday I had to audition. I auditioned for this show I really want. I don't think I'm going to get, but whatever. I had to like memorize 10 pages of that shit. Right. Anyway, I'm tired. It's called Southern Charm, Los Angeles. <laughs> Southern Charm. But like, okay. So then I was like, when I was in drama school, mm-hmm. my professor, I mean, it, like imagine like the opening of like fame. <laughs> okay. okay. With like. The TV show? With yes. Debbie Allen? Yes. With the, with the We're stick? Gonna ma- yes. Yes. And this is where you pay. This is sweat. where you pay. In sweat, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I'm gonna <laughs> and all that, right? Yeah, you know, and it's like fast cuts or whatever. It's like, and when I was in drama school, my acting professor told us what would set an SMU actor apart. By the way, if my friend Samantha is listening right now, she's laughing her ass off right now. <laughs> what would set an SMU actor apart? From all the rest. Okay. Yeah. Was getting that 10th audition of the week. You've worked your, you know, paycheck job. You've already worn your shirt 10 times and you've had to like wash it in the sink. This, your audition shirt 10 times in the sink, you know. You're you're tired and you're ready to throw in the towel, but you go to that tenth audition. Like that was, I'd remember this like lecture, like, this, because, like and I remember like taking it in and being like, yes, you're yeah. yeah, like the fire in me. Like I was like, I will, I will work that shift at my waitress job, and I will memorize those ten pages, mm-hmm. and I will. Rinse out my audition shirt. <laughs> and I will show up. Cut to cheering for the invisible kid at the food line. And I'm like, I don't fucking want. I mean, I want, <laughs> I want the food line. I mean, I want it because I want like pension and health and union, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I want it. Well, these were not the auditions that they were talking about. <laughs> But I, but like that's not the mentality I walked out of drama school with. These no. these were the auditions there. Like the, like this is why I oh. this is why like I'm say I mean this is why I'm like I say yes to every fucking thing. Well, we have to. That's what you I'm saying what I mean? though. Like it's been I've been brainwashed. Yeah. for oh, man, decades. I remember being in. It was at Sketchfest in San Francisco, and there was a, a known actor who's like a, a working actor, always works. 
Um, and he was like, you remember his name? You're just not. Oh saying yeah, yeah, his yeah, name? exactly. Oh, yes. oh, oh, okay. And he was mad. I like I was chatting with him. He like looked at his phone. He's like, ah, oh, god damn it! I gotta. I gotta go back Monday. I have to audition for this Three Stooges movie. Because they did like a reboot of the Three Stooges, the Farrelly brothers. Oh my God, I think I remember ago. that. Yes. And I remember thinking like, wh- why do you have to, So don't audition for that. Like that's going to be, that's going to suck. You know what I mean? What, like, like the movie's going to suck? Yes. And it's like, and I thought, but I, I remember thinking like, he feels like he cannot say no to this for some reason. It's not like he was a struggling actor. You know? But maybe he wants to work with the Farrelly brothers. Like it didn't, maybe it's not about- <laughs> it didn't seem like it. <laughs> it did, and maybe not on this movie. I don't know. I mean, the bloom, the bloom had been off the rose of Farrelly like, brothers. How do you know? That's the thing is like, sometimes like you don't know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for example, my friend Katie Featherston, who listens to this podcast and is also an SMU actor and a fine actor. Yeah. Um, you know, you know her from paranormal activity, mm-hmm. the franchise. Yeah. And I mean, like, she was just fresh out of school and auditioning or, you know, maybe like, you know, going to whatever auditions and saying yes to everything. Yeah. She didn't know paranormal activity was going to become. But that's a total, that's the opposite of what I'm saying. Well, that's a good point. I yes. Guess. Because this was a guy who was already working, was established and then felt like, oh, I have to audition for this thing that I do not want to. I don't want to be in this. I don't want to do this. Right. Whereas Katie's coming out and it's like, here's an interesting project. But she's trying to get like experiences yeah. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. credits on her reel. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. she's, and also like it was a cool pro. I mean, it ended up being a cool, yeah, absolutely. like she got to show off it's, her acting. She got to show off her acting chops. Absolutely. And that, and she's part of that franchise. Like she's been in multiple of those movies. Yeah. You know, she shows Shout up out and, to Katie Featherston. Absolutely. I'm Feathers. Way, she's a friend of the pod. And by the way, she has launched a new podcast. I just am going to say that. Really? Yeah. What's I want to check it out. Um, I can't, the, the name, I, I got to look it up. I'm going to say it on the second half. Nice I'll look tease. it up. That's a good tease. I'll look it up and say it on the second half because yes. I want to check it out myself. Because yes. I saw her like plugging it and I was like, oh, I gotta, I want to check this out. Cool. Okay. We will plug that in the second half. Yes. So anyway, I don't know. Like, and sometimes like, sometimes like auditioning, like, I don't know. Like you just got to do it. You just oh, got to fucking well, do it. I think you have to. And I feel like when I was younger, I turned down auditions that I should not have turned down when I was still coming up. And I was when you were not in the position necessarily, because like there is yes. like a there is something. But uh, okay, here's another thing that you don't learn in school mm-hmm. that you learn in the school of hard knocks, mm-hmm. which is sometimes the audition is not about the audition. Yeah, sometimes the audition is about like trying to establish a relationship. Yeah, with either a casting office or a producer or you just, whatever, you know, like, and so like sometimes you're going in and even though like you're attacking the material, you know, you're really just going in to be like, Hey, you can trust me with tough material. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not going to get this, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you can trust me um, to come in on a dime and like show you my thing. But you know, here was the problem. But you don't learn that. You don't learn that. That is like something that you have to find no, out later. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But it's just, it is, it is kind of known that you don't, you don't turn down auditions. No. And my doing that, like it haunts me because I feel like I, I, 
I insulted people, you know, by not doing it. And I also broke like an unwritten rule, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that some people probably held against me, you know, and, and wrote me off. I mean, maybe, but I also think like careers are long, and sure you, feels that way. <laughs> but you can always come out and say like. You know, I, as a younger artist, I, I had certain like personal blocks that mm-hmm. had nothing to do with that. I don't have anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And like, yeah, you can yeah. make that known and like share that like widely. I know. Because I know. other artists Well, look, do if that. you're listening, casting Hollywood, if you're listening. Hollywood, if you're listening, Paul's open for biz. I'm a good guy now. I'm not mean. Cause like I found out from my friend Krista something chilling actually recently. Oh boy. Apparently like, cause she's started her own management company. So she manages actors and stuff. Mm -hmm. And apparently like on the breakdown services, which is how actors get submitted and how they, there's like a website that I is like the communication tool between Mm -hmm. reps and the gatekeepers. Yeah. Okay. It's called the breakdowns. And there is like, uh, like an agency wide check Mark. Like, say you're with, like, KFC. I'm just making that. (laughs) (laughs) They're one of the top five. I'm repped by KFC. Say you're with KFC. They're one of the top five. But, like, you're a dick. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. They they can alert the other 200 agents at KFC not to submit you for anything. Internally. Internally. Wait, KFC is, in this case, the talent agency? Yes. Okay. So they, if you're so, if you're a client of KFC, correct, and, and you're, you're an dick. asshole, yes, then they can tell everybody else don't submit this person yes. for anything. And then I asked her. I said, first of all, that's chilling. Number one, yeah. Number two, why would they just? Why would they keep a client that they're saying don't submit for anything? Yeah. And she's like, well, because like I don't know, it could change at any given point, or it could be like somebody kind of famous right, right, that right. you're just keeping on your roster right. until somebody says, "I want to see." I'll just use Jeremy Piven as an example for no particular He's reason. He's a great guy. <laughs> Perhaps KFC reps Jeremy, someone like Jeremy Piven. Mm-hmm. Perhaps Jeremy Piven drops out. I thought of- he was with Sugarfish. <laughs> Maybe he has so much sushi. He says he has mercury. That was a a very inside baseball joke that you just made. But like he dropped out of a Broadway play because he said he had mercury. Whatever. (laughs) If he had said he had toxic shock syndrome, it would have been better. He was like, I have toxic shock syndrome. Look it up. (laughs) Anyway, I'm saying they can say like, don't submit Jeremy Piven. Right. I don't think that's true because he's obviously never not worked. He's yes. like never not worked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like But this is this is telling because This is telling. You have to be in show business. Yeah. How much of an asshole do you have to be? That they won't even that drop they'll you. Say they'll, that just, they'll just not put that you they on, they'll put you on ice. That they'll put you on ice because they'll there's a lot of assholes ice. in this business. Yeah, they'll put you on ice and then they'll come back to you. Yeah. They'll be like, we gotta wait until like the Mill Gibson stuff dies down right, and right, then right. we'll just da 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 da. Right? Wow. Don't you think? Yeah, although I, don't I mean, you know, have to be pretty. I don't bad. think Mel Gibson was auditioning for stuff. Well, like, do you think, like, for example, Army Hammer? He clearly had a thing where people were saying he was like scary <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, and then they like a bunch of his big. I mean, he was like a big movie star. 
Mm-hmm. And a bunch of the big projects like dropped him. Yeah. And now it's come out like he has had to sell like condos or something in the Caymans or something. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah. Like whatever. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But like my point is, do you think his agency flat out dropped him or they just like put him on the little icebox check mark? Like don't submit I, ARMY. I, I would bet that <laughs> all, all parties agreed that <laughs> ARMY would perhaps take a step back. But did they drop him? Is my point that I don't like. Know. If I'm like, listen, if you you'd have to look it up and see if like, he's say I just got like a huge overall deal mm-hmm. with ten of the streamers, right? <laughs> and I was given like a budget of like that is a that is an overall deal. Like say I was given <laughs> ten of the streamers. Say my budget was one point two billion dollars <laughs> right. for no particular just reason. Just the lottery, and yeah. then, and I'm like, you know what? I just don't see anyone but Army in this part that I'm. Developing. Mm-hmm. Who do I call? You right. know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, is there anybody, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that <laughs> also depends on... Do I have to, like, ask to get a tour of a condo first <laughs> in the Bahamas or whatever right. and say... <laughs> I think that you could probably get him to do it if you had enough champagne to fill the Nile. <laughs> All right, we have to take a break. Yes. Hey, have you tried that place, Good Help? Yeah, it sucks. That's why I want to talk to you about Better Help. It's better than good. This podcast is sponsored by Better Help. <laughs> Look, life can be overwhelming, and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. Check, 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 and check. Um, I know that for me... The last few years have been a real struggle at times, and I have found myself feeling hopeless, feeling despair, and feeling tired as hell. It's a bad feeling, and it gets in the way of what you want to do, your creativity, your just your, your outlook on life. It's bad news. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. As we all know by now, any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out, and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with with a therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Now, our Stay of Home Kids listeners will get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Homekins. <laughs> Let me read that again in a less clunky way. Stay of Homekins listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Homekins. That's BetterHelp.com slash Homekins. BetterHelp. Better than good. Do you like having dinner like we do? Well, guess what? Green Chef is here to help you. They're sponsoring us, and we love them. They are a meal kit company, and they are CCOF certified. They make eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, veg, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, which is what I always select as the balanced meal selection. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Maybe you're not like the best cook in the world. Guess what? Green Chef makes it easy for you. There's nice, brightly colored recipe cards. It takes you step-by-step every, every 
everything is portioned out. Green Chef now offers more variety and flexibility than ever before with double the choices. Um, so if members of your household eat differently, you can order meals to suit every lifestyle. Their expert chefs curate every recipe so you yourself can enjoy at-home restaurant-quality dishes without compromising flavor. Personally, I have enjoyed all of our Green Chef recipes. Um, we had that amazing lamb burger that time. Oh my gosh. So with seasonal produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients, you can trust Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. It's convenient and easy. It's time-saving. It takes the mental load off of you. It's pre-measured and prepped. Comes straight to your door with le- leaving you more time to savor the sunshine. So with Green Chef, you're also reducing your food waste by at least 25% versus grocery shopping because there's much less waste because it's all portioned out for you and all the thought is put into it. So I love Green Chef. Um, Paul and I haven't enjoyed them. My favorite thing to do is to make them and then take a photo next to the uh, photo of the recipe card. So go to greenchef.com slash homekins135 and use code homekins135 to get $130 off across five boxes plus free shipping on your first box. That's greenchef.com slash homekins135. Use code HOMKINS135 to get $135 off across five boxes plus free shipping on your first box. So please visit our wonderful sponsor, Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Thanks, Green Chef. Welcome back. We're back. Paul's fine. He might have had a little frog in his throat. I had to cough. I had a sudden uh, <laughs> little uh, tickle in my throat. It's making me laugh. I not, ran out of the room. Not like laugh like I was amused, no, but I was trying to do the it's green choke. You're already on the record as having laughed <laughs> at my choking. So bad. Anyway, so just as promised, Katie's uh, podcast is Previously called, <laughs> on Stay of Home Games. What's it called? A to Z with Clinton. No, you... We're doing the previously on. What am I supposed to say? Well, what happened previously on the road? Oh, I don't know. We'll look it up after the break. Okay. Wait, start over. Previously on Steve Homkins. Which has a podcast? What's it called? You know what? I'm going to look it up and then share it after the break. And now the thrilling conclusion to what happened before. Well, I looked it up. You're supposed to say what's it called because it's like in reality show style. But it wouldn't just, they don't just reset the yes, question. Yes, they do. That, the reality show style, they show the thing three three times. They show the same thing three times. That's what I'm saying. That's why you have to say it again. <clears throat> but if I say, and then what are you going to say? I don't know. I have to look it up after the break. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing two different genres of television is the problem. What genre are you doing? I was doing like a drama. Like a premium cable? Maybe a premium cable. I was thinking more of like a network hour-long mm, drama. Sure. You know? mm-hmm. Anyway, it's called A to Z with Clint <laughs> and Katie. I was like already subscribed to it. They, they, it comes out twice a month and they tackle a topic yeah, they're to the letter, letter of the alphabet. Yeah, they're friends. They're longtime friends. Uh, he's a musician. Katie's an actress, and they will 
they're going in order, alphabetical mm-hmm. order. So mm-hmm. like the first episode's about auditions. Second episode, Bachelor Nation. Get it? A to Z. Subscribe, guys. Now, are they going to... I hope they're going to restart after they reach Z. I don't know. Or Z for any of our UK listeners. <laughs> Maybe they'll do a different language. <laughs> How many different alphabets are there? Got to be hundreds. There's, there's Cyrillic. There's... The Japanese alphabet? I mean, I don't know. I'm not good with languages. By the way, I, we'll get into that when we get into recommendations, that we were watching something with like different languages. Yes. Like some bilingual, trilingual situation. And yes. I'm like, I'm out. Like if someone was like, you have this great opportunity to audition for something, but you have to be bilingual, I'd be like, well, you're screwed because I can't What do if they this. said you have a year? To like no, pick up some happen. basics. <laughs> it just you don't think in a year you I can don't pick up, have the, the what if they facility. Said, I don't have the facility. What if they said we want you to do this, uh, but you have to learn to play the guitar? Maybe if it was only French, if it was the language French, I could do it because I right. had it in college. Right. Guitar I couldn't do because my skin is real. You know, like the callus. I can't. Uh-uh, you I can develop a cal. You don't think you could develop a callus? I On just, your fingertips? I, I'm not suited to w- things. What about the flute? Different. I could maybe, maybe the flute. Okay. Maybe the flute. If they said, we have this, we're doing a Lizzo biopic, you're going to play her <laughs> <Lizzo>. rival. <laughs> oh my God, the Salier. You're like going to play Lizzo's Salier. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> By the way. I would watch. I would watch this movie. Absolutely. Oh, you know that. This I is, would watch this movie. They're doing. I want to play Lizzo Sol- Solieri. This kind of weird thing. I is, want to play because I don't oh, have okay, to be okay. as good. I don't have to be as good. No, but you because do I have to be. Get as good as, as her. But you still have to be reasonably good at the flute, where that's your job. <laughs> I think the flute I could master more than a guitar, but mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong. I don't know the difference between winds and strings. Like, is it? I think you know the difference. No, I mean, I don't know, like, what kind of facility you would need for music, like... Right. Right, right, right. It's not easy. (laughs) Wait, what were you about to say? I was about to say, you know, that Weird Al uh, biopic that's coming out. Yes. There, it's basically like a... uh, <laughs> a crazy version of his life, right? Like it's going to be a little bit goofy. Yes, it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. so. It's, it's not going to be really be, funny. It's not straightforward. No, it's it's a little bit yeah. fantastical. It's going to be really funny. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be fun. And I have not. I don't think I've told anybody this. I got to be on the set. Are one you day. allowed to? Oh, okay. I got to be on the set okay, one day. I didn't know if you're allowed. And I saw Daniel Radcliffe in mm. the Weird Al, costume. which they leaked online. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. People have seen that already. But I need to tell you that. <laughs> I was there all day, and it was never not funny to see him in that getup. Really? In the wig and the mustache and the glasses That's and the Hawaiian awesome. shirt. Like, every time I looked over <laughs> every time I looked over at him, it was, it was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's coming out on, like, streaming. Yeah, on the Roku channel. Like, we don't even have to, like, go to the theater even. No, we don't. All right, I have Speaking a question. Speaking of the theater. Wait, before you get into that. Okay. This is cuz I wanted to ask this really quick. Okay. It's a it's an ethics question. Oh. No, it's not ethics. Oh. Morals? Moral? Let's decide after. Why don't you tell me what the question is and then we'll figure out the genre. What would you do? I love it. 
Earlier today, a fly got in the house. I went in the bathroom, Mm -hmm. just getting ready to go do something. The fly was crawling on the bristles of my toothbrush. Mm -hmm. What would you do? (laughs) (sighs) Having not seen it, having not been in the same position, I would like to think I would just clean the shit out of the toothbrush Mm -hmm. and not be worried about it. Mm -hmm. But if I actually saw the fly crawling on my toothbrush, Mm -hmm. I might have to get rid of that toothbrush because I don't know if I would ever not think about it. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. I don't think this is a moral or ethical question. (laughs) (laughs) It was a, what would you do? (laughs) It was a, what would you do? It was a, what would you do? Do you remember there was a show called what would you do? Oh, and they pranked people like they would show people like punching a homeless lady in the face. I don't know that it ever got that. Extreme. Yeah, they would be like, oh, my God, like you're sitting there and you're eating your ice cream sundae alone. Like you think you're having a great time and there's like <laughs> hidden cameras. And then and then all of a sudden, like the line cook grabs the your waitress's boob in front of you. Right. And then you're supposed to be like. Fuck! Like I'm just sitting here having my ice cream. That's that's was what we you do, right? It would be like um, was what would you do? Yeah, you would see there would be like say you were sitting at a table and there was a couple sitting at um you know the bar and they're they're attracting enough attention <laughs> that you notice them right. <laughs> so then the woman gets up to go <laughs> to the bathroom and then the guy puts something in her drink. And then the question is, what would you do? Okay, you guess- saw it. Would you say anything to her? Yeah. By the by, well, I know you would. By the by, by the by, this BTB. show, B- BTB, BTB, this show couldn't get made today because someone would just shoot someone in the fucking face. <laughs> Wait, on behalf of the other person? Yeah, they would just take out a gun. It's America. This is America. I don't think that's they how would people take out a gun. I don't think that's how people are using guns these days. Oh yeah, because just this week there was like a lady in at Love Air Airport mm-hmm. who took out a gun and started shooting at the ticket counter in yeah, a fucking airport. But I'm saying they're not doing it on they're not doing it for like some noble purpose of like I'm going to defend you. It's like people are crazy and they're just shooting people. Okay, so they couldn't make the show today because no one would do shit. <laughs> they would just sit well, there and I, be like, "Fuck you, I you're don't, on your own." Lady. I don't know. I don't know. It would be interesting to see in a post. Uh, 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 quarantine world uh, in, in a COVID world. If to people... hold the mirror up, hold the mirror up. <laughs> I'm going to hold the mirror up on this terrible society. <laughs> Maybe it's not as bad as we think. Really? Yeah. I bet. Well, you know what? That might be true because I did see this um, for report online, apparently, mm-hmm. that um, there's this perception, according to the media, like there are studies done on like the media about like crime in New York City mm-hmm. that it's just like out of control. Is this the lamestream media we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that there's like all this reporting about how like crime in New York City is like really bad, mm-hmm. but that the real statistic about it is like just the normalist uptick of what yeah. like a summer, yeah. a hot summer. Like it. Like, I've heard about. This, but like yeah. the 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 disconnect is so wild. Yeah. That's the big, that is the big thing. I mean, that's always the playbook, but 
that's been they've been doing it so much lately where they're it's like Los Angeles crime is out of control. Like every any city. And there's always crime though. That's the thing, is like yeah. they can always like kind of leverage it in a way because there's always bad things happening every day in yes. big cities. I mean, like people are suffering and people are out of you know, this today, like this lady ran out like I had to swerve around her mm-hmm. because she ran into like oncoming traffic with her like push cart, like a unhoused person. Right. So you had to get seemed- your swerve on. I had to keep going in traffic. I guess I should have checked if I won the lottery because I could have fucking changed her light. I could find her and I didn't look to see. I didn't want to barf on the brake. Understood. <laughs> Understood. I think that's good. <laughs> All right. That's were... a good pledge to the listeners that we won't barf on the brakes. <laughs> Wait, you were going to say speaking of the theater. Let's oh, talk we, about our experience this week. We went to the movies um, oh recently. My God. There's a theater in Glendale. But, oh, my God. That I hesitate to share this with the world. Well, I think we should. It's it's uh, one of those theaters where you can <sighs> sit down in a big fucking recliner. I'm going to ruin it because and now- And they I, bring food to you. And the tickets- On Tuesdays. On Tuesdays. Are, are only five, five fucking dollars. Five fucking dollars. Five It's called Five Dollars Tuesdays. It's called Five Dollar Tuesdays. It's called Five Dollar Tuesday. See, this is what it's gonna suck because now everyone's gonna be in the, at the theater. Like it was kind of empty-ish. No one in LA listens to our show. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> it's it was five fucking dollars. You sit down in your fucking recliner, which is so fucking comfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you take your iPhone and you scan the QR code on this little tray, mm-hmm. and then a menu comes up, and then you click and you buy things with your Apple Pay. And the only drawback is it is a Pepsi theater. Imagine <laughs> having... I didn't know what you were going to say, but it is true. It's a Pepsi theater. It's a theater. fucking Pepsi theater. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of like pissed. I like to get a nice Coca-Cola, like a Coke Zero. Well, I get a Coke. I get a real Coke at the theater. But you know what I did instead? I know you got Pepsi's that lemonade. That I got a lemonade. But they didn't and even it have like so root good. beer. Pepsi doesn't even offer a root beer. Doesn't like there was a Mr. Pib, and I was like, I don't trust that. Doesn't Pepsi own Mug? Yeah, where was <laughs> is, the Mug? Is Mug out, out there I, by itself? I read today Milk Duds are being discontinued, and I was like, What? the Are fuck? you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that can't be true. Well, they discontinued Choco Tacos. Not well, that Choco sure, Tacos but are Milk not. Duds. <laughs> you can't discontinue Milk Duds. I don't it's know. The movies. Maybe it's fake news. I hope it's fake news. Who would do such a thing? I do know they were out of a lot of the candies on the menu because mm. I was like, oh, I was get Sour Patch Kids. No. Oh, I'll get Milk Duds. No, because they were out of them. So I just got French fries. I got Reese's Pieces and I regret nothing. Me and E.T., baby. <laughs> Reese's Pieces are not. They're great. No. But you know what's better? Is the M&M peanut butter is better than Reese's Pieces. Or as I call them growing up, Reese's Pieces. They can't be better than the peanut M&M. I, I think the they peanut M and M has a texture situation going I know. on. Here's the thing: I will always eat the peanut M and M. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of course I will. If it's there, I'll eat it. Yeah, sure. If it's there, but if I'm if I'm if I have my own preference, sure, I'm gonna get the peanut butter ones. I mean, if I have my preference, my candy is gonna be chewy. You know, well, that's why I was looking for a milk dad. That's why I was looking for a sour patch kid. Well, now I'm saying if I if of the M and M's, I'm not saying if I my preference. Of course, I might get something else. Anyway, tell the kids, tell the kids what we saw. We saw the movie Elvis by 
Baz Luhrmann. It was fucking awesome. It was great. It was fucking awesome. The guy playing Elvis is tremendous. By the way, in terms of like, I'm not a cinephile, so I can't. In fact, you hate the movies. <laughs> no, I love the movies. <laughs> I just feel like sometimes that then I'll... you are a cinephile. <laughs> I did take. I trapped you. <laughs> no, I did take some like film cinema classes yeah. in college. Mm-hmm. Like I do love the cinema. I love this yeah. art, but I don't consider myself by any means like knowledgeable. Do you know what I mean? You're not like a student of uh, directorial styles and like. I notice things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have like a passing. But you don't. You don't have so much knowledge that it ruins a movie for you. (laughs) No, I definitely do not have that. Because I've been to movies. I've been to movies with like people who are cinephiles, cinephiles, whatever. Yes. yes. And then it's like I like that movie, and then they'll say, "Well, I didn't like it because of this, 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 and this." I'm like, well, well, sure. Guess if I knew all that shit, I wouldn't like it either. But I had fun. I I just found it like transporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found it experiential. Mm-hmm. I found it emotional and the visual set pieces helped create the emotion. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Which is not always the case. Yeah. Like a lot of times I bond with the performance mm-hmm. as, as the emotional content or the writing. Yeah. As the emotional content. And this had, this felt like it was coming at me from every angle emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I don't always experience a film in that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just thought it was like fucking detailed as shit. And yeah. it, and, and, and the performances were amazing. I mean, yes. like, they were amazing. It was, it was, it was amazing. really a, a great um, time at the theater. And I will say this, and this is not, this is not about the movie necessarily, but at this theater, because we were in these recliners where you could put your feet up and everything. Yeah, your feet go out. The movie's long. Yeah, it's two, it's two hours and 40 yes. minutes. Yes, with trailers, we were there for a little over three hours. Mm-hmm. Guess what? If you're laying down- And by the, the way, the, weight the air conditioning was blasting in there. And it was like a 90 degree- so. d- I felt like- I didn't think so. It was. But I here's here's what I'm trying to say. If they switched to Coke- like that shit would be fucking chef's kiss. Keep Maybe going. That's why there's not that many people. <laughs> um, uh, when you are the weight of your torso is not pressing down on you, <laughs> you don't have to go to the bathroom well, during I a three-hour ha- movie. No, yeah, that's a good point because I drank that bucket of Pepsi. <laughs> I drank the bucket of Pepsi because it was there, yeah. you know. And I like I adjusted my reclining mm-hmm. positions. Yeah. throughout it was great. I loved it. It was the best. I fucking loved it. I loved go the again. movie. And then I got like in this Elvis wormhole because to be honest, I knew like, it's not that I knew nothing, but I wasn't an expert. Like for mm-hmm. sure, like when the Beatles documentary and stuff, like I knew way more about the Beatles yes. than yeah. Elvis. Rar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that is. I think just like... Because I like well, country were, and blues. Like, yeah. I love that kind of music. Yeah, yeah. But Elvis was, by when we were kids, Elvis was already like, he was done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it wasn't as alive as the Beatles music was because it seemed so far, because we got to see the Beatles, you got to hear the Beatles progress from 
like that early rock and roll yes. music to all the artistic shit and they did later, and then their solo stuff. stuff. And, and Elvis, four of them, when and you would think of Elvis, the stuff that you would hear when we were kids was. But you know I like I mean? that stuff too. Yeah, it's fine, but you're not drawn to it as much. You know, when you're coming of age and you're discovering music, you know what I yes. mean? Yes. I mean, and I have been to Graceland. Have I've, you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's not that. It's weirdly not as big as, it's not big. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. But the the thing about Graceland is all of the rooms are look like they are frozen in time. Like, mm-hmm. like shag carpets and... You know, things left up like it just like was frozen, yeah. kind of. And there's like a lot of Elvis memorabilia there. And then, of course, then you can find out like then you get to like the end, and you realize like him. He's like there. He's buried next to the mom there. Yeah. And then you're like, oh shit, this is like sacred and out some in the way. yard. Yeah, out in the yard. <laughs> I did. I knew all about like how he was poor. I mean, because I had been to Graceland. Yeah. So I knew like he was poor, he was Christian, mm-hmm. he grew up in these churches and like I knew all of that. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't know anything about the story of him and the colonel. Like I right. didn't know any of that. I knew more than you did. Yeah, you knew more than I um, did. Um but it was still um I mean Austin Butler's performance in this was it was Transcend- amazing. It was yeah. like transcendent. And he did his own Singing and all the all yeah. the all the fucking the, the physicality move, the physicality of it was like it was wild, it was wild. It was he really wild. was a vessel. Yeah, he was it, a vessel in a way that I when we talked about this a little bit after we saw it in a way that I don't remember ever seeing in in a biopic. Maybe Jamie Fox as Ray Charles. I mean that was like, but it's a, here's the thing also. But Elvis compared to Ray Charles is a different like. He was so many different versions. Yes, that's true. You know what I mean? That's like true. Ray Charles kind of like you get the Ray Charles down and then you've got the Ray Charles down. Right. Whereas Elvis had like all these different phases. Yeah. I Ph- think it's physically. Al- I think it's also when you're not as when you're when you're familiar with an actor, it does take something away from it because you're you're conscious of that person acting like the other famous person. That's why he wouldn't cast Harry Styles. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear about that. No, apparently Harry Styles really wanted to play the part. Wow. And Baz was like, You're Harry Styles. Yeah. Like you can't. Yeah. And not he- that he couldn't like perform it. But he yeah. he would bring Harry Styles to he would the, bring too much baggage. He to would it. bring Harry Styles to the to the table. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which I kind of felt about Tom Hanks as the Colonel. Yeah, and I felt like if that had been somebody that we didn't know well, we that well, we were with Carla, and but Car- it's like Carla said she suggested Jim Broadbent, who would have been yeah good casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe not for the younger parts, I guess, because Jim Broadbent. Well, he's older they, than Tom Hanks, isn't he? he? I think he is older than Tom Hanks, but, but they, physically, I mean, this yeah, movie was not afraid of makeup, so I think they could have handled it. That's just fine. true. But yeah, it's like it is that thing of you you have to have somebody like Tom Hanks in order to get this movie made. You know, if you especially if you want to have Tom Hanks in the part, y'all were taken aback with it, but I wasn't. As it much. just was not. I thought he was good. I didn't think he was bad necessarily, but but you felt it was he was always Tom Hanks Hanks to me. Yes, he was always Tom Hanks to me, and 
you know, especially alongside this this other actor that I'm not really familiar with. This is my first time seeing him in something, to my knowledge. You know, mm-hmm. I've come to find out that he was uh, he was Tex. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Tex Watson in the Tex, Watkins in uh, Watkins in, in, in the, um, Once Upon a Clinton Time in Hollywood. T- yeah, yeah. So I so I didn't have that projection on top of what he was doing. And it but really who remembers it makes any a huge actors difference. in who remembers any actors in that movie other than Brad Pitt? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I know. you know what I mean. Well, Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I do remember, remember the little girl. She was really good. <laughs> yeah, <gasps> a double cuckoo. cuckoo. Hi. And then they really underused Margot Robbie. Was she, she oh, she was Sharon, Sharon Tate. Tate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. I don't want to get into that movie. I really thought the Elvis movie was special. Yeah. So then I got on like... This, and I'm glad we saw it in a theater. Oh, 100 We had our masks percent. on. 100 Well, I did eat my fries and I half ate of, my sandwich and my fries and my snack. It was like there weren't that many people in there. It was fine. No. That one lady... She was a pill. She was having a hard time she figuring out. She couldn't get this QR code or she didn't have Apple Pay connected to her thing and the guy had to help her and she was like. And then after that, she ordered a ton of shit. And she fucking let, she didn't bus her area. She didn't bus her area. In this bye house. Bye. In this house. We bus after we a movie theater. We bus after a movie theater. Honestly, it's one of my biggest fucking pet peeves. If you go to a movie and you buy a bunch of fucking shit at the concessions just take it just with take you it on with the you. way out it's not, what's trash your fucking can, problem there's a trash can on the way out just throw it away what what's your fucking problem that you have to leave a half empty bucket of popcorn behind for the kids there are some people that think have you ever heard shit. this there are some people that think like well it That's gives them part some, of it. it gives them something to do oh i thought like they, <laughs> maybe they think like that's like part of what you're paying for well th- there's definitely those people too you know what i mean there's people that are like, oh, the shopping carts. That's, somebody, like that's somebody's job to do that, you know. Fine. And it's like, no, put the shopping cart away. Put the shopping cart in the in the what, area. Are you ru- you're rushing off to surgery. If it's somebody's job to do it, then why is there a fucking yes. area in the parking lot that Help says? Help them out! Help them out! Fucking! I tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna reboot. What would you do? And instead, this is what I'm saying. I'm just going to watch people leave a movie, and then I'm going to be like, "Stop, stop, 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 stop! Everybody, stop!" Mm-hmm. Why'd you leave your fucking half bucket of popcorn <laughs> there? Everybody has to stop. Yeah, <laughs> even the people that did take because their I trash want out. to shame them. <laughs> well, it's on TV, <laughs> but I want to shame them in that. I want the energy. You want the stage energy of shaming them as well as I the, want the, stage the filmed ener- energy of yeah, shaming them. Yeah, I want them. the stage energy of shaming them. You can't take this girl off the boards. <laughs> also, it's more interesting for the viewer at home. Because then I'm going to interview everybody and I'm going to say, what were you thinking when I said stop? What if I... <laughs> then I'm doing my own show. Okay. And I say, now everybody else, now you stop. Wait, who's stopping? I'm stopping you. Wait, me? And I'm saying... Me? Yes. As the host of what would you Yes, because I'm I'm saying my show is what would you do about what would you do? <laughs> and I say, stop, look, she made all these people who did the right thing. They she interrupted their day too. Wait, I'm the asshole in this? Exactly. I'm the asshole? It's a meta show. Mm. You know how they have like, you know Yeah. I get it. <laughs> 
instead of a I com- mean, I get instead it. of like an AMC companion show <laughs> where afterwards they talk about the show you just watched. This show, <laughs> there's this show, and then the other show. It comes on right after it, and it points out the things that you did wrong. Would this be a Mister Show sketch? For sure, yes, it would be, and might be. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's it's been a while. I don't remember all of them. Anyway, I really liked the Elvis movie, and I also liked everything about seeing the movie in the theater. You, the five dollar ticket. Do you know what I'm? Uh, here's what I'm bummed about: the Pepsi. That, well, not the Pepsi, but uh, I I feel like I handle that nicely. I'm sneaking in a fucking Coke next time. <laughs> but I I saw that Nope was playing there and I wish that I could see it there. I know. Because you're leaving town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you I, for sure won't be here on a Tuesday when it's only $5. No, and I, it'll probably be out of theaters by the time I get back. Everyone says that movie's really good. Although I do have a couple days where I come back here in the middle. But it's not Tuesdays. There might be a Tuesday in there. No, I don't think there's a Tuesday. I'll look again, but if there is, I'll go with you on a If Tuesday. you look again and there is a Tuesday, but will you barf? my mom says that she wants to see Nope. And so... Really? Yeah, she wants to see it. What made her want to see that? I that's a, That's a surprise to me. Is I don't... I haven't seen the trailer for Nope. Is, there, is it horror, right? Satirical horror? It's like a sci-fi horror okay so i mean of course it's it's jordan peele so there's there's a satirical element to it but you know what it would be fun to get high and go say that oh shit you know what we haven't done yet is get high and watch prehistoric earth (laughs) which i really want to do do that once not prehistoric earth with the fake with the dinosaur oh wait maybe we did and they were not the big dinosaurs yet though it didn't grab no because we saw a big dinosaur fight Remember Are where they were right? smashing their long necks. By the way, I guess other. I got too high because yeah, I don't really, remember. It wasn't what we what we wanted it to be, where we were going to be tripping out. <laughs> we were just like, I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We took the wrong kind. Anyway, hope, yes. do, do you have recommendations? Have you teased a recommendation earlier. I did, but I'm not. I'm not going to talk about that particular recommendation quite yet because I'll let you have that as your recommendation. Uh, Okay. If you want. Sure. I just want to talk about this book I just finished. Okay. That's why I read. Okay. Um, so, you know, I love a celebrity memoir. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a real celebrity memoir, bitch. (laughs) CMB. Absolutely. Like, I just enjoy them. And I saw that Jennifer Lewis had a celebrity memoir called The Mother of Black Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't know she had a memoir. And so, um, because we saw her in this show and I went to her Twitter and then she had it on her Twitter. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to get this. And so I started reading it. And holy shit. (laughs) First of all, like... It's so funny because she's funny. You know what I mean? Like she's no holds barred kind of, but also like, but she talks about real stuff. Like she has mental illness and she talks very candidly about her mental illness and like sex addiction and stuff like this. When you told me that she had a book, I was like, oh, I didn't know she wrote a memoir. And you said, yeah, she, 
Apparently she's a uh, bipolar and she was a sex addict. And I was like, that's a lot already. <laughs> she has bipolar. She has bipolar. Yes. Sorry. Yes. And so she has I, ju- sex, I forgot. Sex. I just learned that too. Yes, I just learned that. But like she but what but what but in addition to that, also like uh has worked a lot in Hollywood. Like sometimes like when I'm reading celebrity memoir, it's sort of like there's this uh longing longing i have for a period in hollywood that i was not alive to experience Mm -hmm. you know and sort of like in a weird way like part of why i went into show business like this sort of old like i went into show business at a time when things were rapidly changing Mm -hmm. on us all Mm -hmm. like the this type of industry it is is very different even like even just like since the pandemic i mean honestly you know like like but like there was this period in show business of like community and kind of like you knew everyone i don't know it was just different like the internet hadn't but she's been around for the whole thing Mm -hmm. because she's even had like viral videos happen and stuff Mm -hmm. like you know anyway um I just really enjoyed it and I enjoyed her writing because it was so candid and very funny mm-hmm. and raw. I just, I just am recommending I didn't know you finished it already. Yeah. I kind wow. of, oh, and then I like tweeted about it because I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this thing is like off the hook. And then she was like, thank you so much. And I was like, oh my gosh. She She's said like, your name too. I know, but she, but anyone who like tweets about her, like she says, thank you. Still, it is fun because to see she's it. kind of, um, she is a diva. Like, like I'm not making this up. Like she, like she talks about being like how everything is about her. Yeah. Like she even had like this failed, uh, talk show pilot. Wow. And she was like, turns out I don't know how to talk about anything but myself. <laughs> like that is like, she's like very full on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm the star, like I'm the star. But like part of that is just her, her, her makeup. Like yeah. she just, and she's very talented. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was my recommendation. If you're looking for something kind of to take your mind off the sh- shit in the mm-hmm. world. I have a book recommendation as well. Am I? Um, We're so literary. Now, here's what happened. I saw that there was this show on Apple TV called uh, Slow Horses. Okay. And it was a spy thing, and Gary Oldman was in it. Oh, um, sounds awesome. Right? And uh, so I watched the first ep- – I think I saw that it was based on – in the description, like it's based on a series of books – Series okay. of novels. Uh-huh. And it's about um, you know, these uh it's like if you it's set in, in England and it's uh the the premise is if you fuck up in MI five, which is like their I think that's their FBI. No, it's their CIA. That's their CIA? Yeah. And MI six is the FBI? Oh. I think MI6 is the CIA and MI5 is Never the mind. FBI. I didn't know they had an FBI called MI5. They have so many MIs. They do? They have one through six. I know that, I guess. <laughs> I honestly wonder if they have one, two, three, and four. Like what? I don't know what they would be. One's the post office, maybe. Um, <laughs> but if you fuck up, you get sent to this place where you just do paperwork until you want to quit. Right. So That's it's funny. Like, yeah, it's a great premise. And so I watched the first episode and I was like, 
I think I want to read the book. Yeah. And so I went and I read the first book and I was instantly into it. And the book is called what? The first book is called Slow Horses. The series is called Slough House. S-L-O-U-G-H. Is that the name of where they go to yes, do the paperwork at exactly. the Slough House? They go to Slough House, yes. And there's eight books in the series do and a few novellas. Do they call them Slow Horses as like a nickname? Yes, exactly. Okay. That's exactly right. Like, oh, you're a slow horse? Yeah. Because yeah, you're yeah, at the yeah. Slough House? Yeah, exactly. I get it. Okay, exactly. so Brit, the Brits, aren't they adorable? But man, I've been, I've never done this before. I immediately started the second book and now I'm on the sixth book. What? How I've many? I've just been going through eight Oh, fun. And then the collected novellas will come out, I think, pretty soon. So the author is still active. Yes. Mick Heron. And he's written other stuff in addition to the these books. The series. Yes. Okay. But I'm really enjoying them. They're, You've gotten into all the characters and stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. The stories are great. The stories are great. And the world is great. And I've not read anything... Like really, just fun like that in a while. Where you and just want to get to the next page. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just into it. I'm I just love into it. that. And I know that they have another season already shot of the TV show. Oh, so then I went back and watched after I read the first book. I watched the rest of the series because I knew it was. And the series is good. The series is good. Yeah, it's a great cast. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. And I can't wait for the second season. But yeah, I, so if you're looking for something fun to read. Um, I recommend those books. They're really enjoyable. That's fun. I don't know what I'm going to read next. I need a, another celebrity memoir. I did get Jennifer Gray's Out of the Corner. <laughs> um, it came off hold on the library. I think I might read it, but I'm not sure. But I think I might. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Jennifer Lewis's was so entertaining. Yeah. But, you know. I do well, like Molly a Shannon good... has. Did you read Molly Shannon's? Oh yeah. I bet you know, that one's really good. I do want to read that I one. I have that, but I haven't Hello read it. Hello Molly. Yet. Yeah. That yeah, one yeah. is yeah. I um I do want to read that one for sure. We also for sure. We, we can also recommend Tokyo Vice, which we've been watching on. Well that's what HBO I was gonna Max. let you recommend. Was that that's what I was saying with the bilingual, trilingual actors. Yes. Because this kid, um, Ansel Eyort, he was like the he was like the lead in um the new, what's it called? What's that story? story? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Elgort. Ansel, Ansel Elgort. Yeah. Yes. So he he's playing this real life journalist. It's an HBO series. Um, and my friend Krista recommended it because I had seen like the thing, but I didn't know anything about it. Same. Yeah. And, and she was like, no, it's quite good. It's based on this guy's real experience where he sort of like embedded himself with the Yakuza like in Japan in the nineties. And he's like a journalist and he was like the first English speaking journal, uh, like foreign journalists for the, for this paper, the, 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 the Tokyo paper. paper. Yeah. And I was like, well now wait a minute. Like that is not what I thought this was. <laughs> like I was like, this is so up my alley. Yeah. Like everything you're saying, I'm like totally on board with. Mm-hmm. And then we start watching it and it's Michael Mann. Mm-hmm. So it's like this whole, you know, cinematic world. Yeah. Well, these American actors are like, just like thrown off Japanese. Like it's no big deal. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't get this. Like, did they, did they speak Japanese to begin with? Like, yeah, it just seems like that's a very difficult 
language for a Western person to learn. And like, so I started like reading articles and, you know, like they did like have to learn and all this stuff. And, yeah. uh, and I think all of the Japanese actors already spoke Japanese. I think they did. I wonder because like, they're like, <laughs> our, like, I'm like, Oh, they're just like, probably like we're not raised in America and already yeah. had other languages under yeah. their belt yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Like, I don't know. I know. It's always mortifying when you see, Someone not from America <laughs> in just in a movie in like language like just yeah like yeah yeah dropping in and out of languages like it's not a thing yeah and it's like we take four years of a language in high school and then and forget all like, of it. By the way, you should learn when you're a child. I know. I know. Well, anyway, I was just impressed with sort of like the execution of the show, and I knew nothing about the story, and it's really intense mm-hmm. i mean if you like michael mann stuff yeah you like michael mann stuff i do like he, uh, he yeah, was off and on yeah like he i wasn't he was not one of my favorites actually really yeah. yeah 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 i don't know i don't always i don't always like it he he didn't do it for me for whatever reason i will say i like disappearing into the world of Tokyo in the 90s yeah. because it's very seductive mm-hmm. and colorful and foreign. And uh, I like how they're approaching the culture of it. Like, yeah. that, the, like that, the Amer- that the expats are very just like obsessed and enamored with the culture, which allows us as viewers mm-hmm. to kind of just embrace it like... I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, obviously I think like visiting Tokyo would be just like amazing. Yeah. I would love to do that. Someday. Yeah. We'll do someday. It someday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was, those are our recommendations. Other yeah. than that, I don't know. Just like there's so much stuff out there. It's hard to do recommendations when we're only once a month now. And yet we managed to do it. Every time. I know, but I know that I've read like a thousand other books and listened to a thousand other podcasts and well, watched a thousand other shows. you can follow us shows. online and see the things that we say. Well, that's a good point. But look, before we go, uh, Comedy Bang Bang is on tour right now. You can see all my dates, pauleftompkins.com slash live, if I'm going to be coming to a town near you or your actual town. Um, and hit me up on Cameo. If you are... If you have disposable income and you're bad with it, then <laughs> you know where to find me. And like eventually, like like your cameo is probably going to get written up in like the New York Times or something, right? Why? Someone's got to pick this up. That you're doing like no one else is doing what you're doing on cameo, which I don't is think like so. Like yeah, you're doing I, special like comedy bits for yeah. people, and like have people been saying good things? Yeah, I, I'm getting good reviews. Everybody seems happy with them. There was one person who was upset because he didn't quite, but I, I, I will check. He with didn't people. understand that. Yes. Angle. He didn't watch like my intro video or whatever, but I check if I feel like it's, I think they don't get it. I will check with people and everybody always says now they always say, yeah, no, I got it. Do whatever you want. I have a question about. Oh, so, what, so basically if, if I have not explained this before, what I do is I don't need any details about the person. You can tell me what the occasion is. And then I do like a weird (laughs) bit of improvised comedy that makes it seem like it's about an event that's not what the actual event is. But if you watch it, hey, look, if you want to see something for free, just go to Cameo and look at the ones that I've done. Oh, you sample ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a question about the Comedy Bang Bang tour. Mm -hmm. Are are they going to be like live streamed at all or no but what? they will be they're all going to be recorded and then they're uploaded i think a day or two later 
on really? cbbworld.com. Yes. So, so, and that's a subscription service. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they will be part of the regular Comedy Bang Bang free feed. I think you would have to sign up for... Because these are shows that you're doing on stage. Yeah, because they're like extra shows. And I mean, you're like because, flying around to do them. Yeah, yeah. and because the, the podcast will continue while... Like Scott has banked uh, enough episodes to get through the tour. <laughs> so on Mondays, there will still so be regular still episodes be the regular comedy for free. Yeah. And this is going to be like bonus content in exactly. addition. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I just had a cut question about that. And in addition to that... Thank you. I have time for two more. I do have a, one more question because you did do a Variotopia since we last spoke. Yes. I believe. No, we talked about no, it. No, no, no. We that, actually talked about it. Yeah, because that was March, I think. But is that up yet? Oh no! The, uh, the one that I that I just did in um, at Little Room in July that is not up yet. Um, it is being. I've gotten a f- uh, an early edit of it, and I have to look at it. Well, I hope it's up by the time this drops in August. But there are other Variotopias up. Yes. On your special dedicated Vimeo channel. Is yes. that correct? Yes. If you so check you, out my Vimeo page, yes. you will see that there are pay-per-view options and oh, I have right. shows Gotta up there. Gotta watch Variotopia, y'all. Yeah. And the next one is September 4th. Because that's room. the shit. Yes. But your recent Variotopia isn't quite up, but hopefully No, the July be. one is not up yet. But yes, hopefully by the time people are hearing this, it will be up. It will be up it. and it will be on your really dedi- fun show. dedicated Vimeo channel. Yes, that's right. My dedicated Vimeo channel. Yes, y'all get yes, y'all. it. Y'all get it. All y'all, right, until we speak again. Stay safe. Stay, stay strong. And stay strong. Fu- we haven't what done it in such a long fuck? time. Look, yeah, I'm uh, sorry. Okay. Do I need to edit this out? This no. is bullshit. No, look. Let's try, again. Let's try it again. This is like, what would you do? What What would you do? This feels like, what would you do? What would you do? What would you do about what would you do? What would you do about what would you do? This is what this feels like. Hey, we'll see you next time. And until then, stay, stay safe, safe, stay, stay sane, safe, and, and stay, stay strong. strong.